G'day punters, welcome back to another edition of the Mailbag Preview Show. Um, welcome again, Lindsay, after a very good first up effort, and Shane. Welcome, gents. Hi, mate. How are you? We've got you for the full show today, Shane. Just, mate. I've um, I was just at the funeral parlor yesterday, just getting measured up. I've had man flu all week. The dreaded um, man flu. And so I've just just been making a few arrangements. Um, coffins are expensive. Decided to get burnt instead. Just as um, expensive, isn't it? Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I've got. I'm looking for a do-it-yourself kit from Bunnings. Actually, I'm feeling. I'm starting to feel a smidgen better, uh, but I need to. Good, good to have you. Good to have you, Lindsay. Um, all right, we'll get into today's into today's show, guys. Um, first off, what do you buy the mailbag mailbag bloodstock? We'll just go through a few horses that we've got for sale. Um, the Maurice Colt and also Boss Queen, who we mentioned on last week's show. Had small shares left, but they've been sold. So thank you to those who are joining us on the ride. Um, I think you'll have a bit of fun with, with both of those. Um, I think we mentioned Atlantic Way last week with Gavin Bedgegood, who is airborne at the moment. Um, we've still got a few shares left in that. 2.5% shares, only 362. So not going to cost you much. Um, you'll definitely have a bit of fun with that. Also, and getting into, and getting into Victoria's hottest stable. He's like absolutely above 20%. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a winner yesterday too. Um, global gift, Jack Offerman in yep. the midweeks. So. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's pretty impressive right. because they're not just winning, but they're carrying jockeys you wouldn't back. <laughs> and uh, no, no efforts is the thing that curled up last Saturday. How was that? The dollar one chance. Yeah. It's about the in-play punters. So. Well, we. Um, and Jack, yesterday he purchased uh, another purchase off English Digital. Um, a horse called Yulong Defence, and we're we're sending it that up to to Curly's territory up there in Queensland. So we're, we're I think we're sending it to Tony Golan. Is that correct, Shane? Yeah, Tony Golan's going to train him. Um, you know, he's a he's a uh, metropolitan horse in Queensland. Um, so he's got to go to a, you know Queensland's leading metropolitan trainer, of course. Um, this horse ran second to in the boat um, last preparation. Which we know has, um, you know, gone on to win the time-honoured country discovery worth five hundred thousand, uh, amongst you know some other listed wins there along the way. Um, this bloke was, you know, ran second to him. Um, you know, he's a sort of position up midfield, thousand eleven hundred metre horse. You'd be able to sit off these hot Queensland tempos, and I, I think he's a terrific value purchase here. And you know, one win and you win your purchase price back. So I think he's a great buy. Jack's done a really good job uh, getting hold of this horse for what he's paid for it. And I believe Tony was keen to get him into his stable. Yeah, um, he had a look at the form and said, how long's it had off? Get it straight into work. Um, basically, uh, we're coming into the off-season of racing in Queensland, so for the next three months, the Metropolitan Standard of Racing, or probably next four months, the Metropolitan Standard of Racing is low. And that's all. It's always good if you're buying into a horse, you know, nothing worse than waiting around a year or two if you've got a yearling, weanling sort of thing. So... Promising signs if Tony wants to get that one straight back into work and, and pick up some of that prize money over that winter um, period. So, look, we're just working on the PDS at the moment. Um, so if you if you do want to get involved, as always, uh, email Jono at the mailbag. Um, so that's there for Atlantic Way with Gavin Bedgegood. Nice little cheap one that you'll definitely have a bit of fun with. And um, one for one for Curly's territory and any of you uh, 
any of our Queensland followers that want to get involved, um, Jono at themailbag.com.au. Um, all right, we'll move on to, to the racing. We're going to play. We're going to preview nine of the best um, at headquarters there, Flemington Championships Day. Lindsay's got a few races we want to go through. And Shane's got one to preview for us up on the Sunshine Coast. So we'll go to Flemington Race 2, the mailbag bloodstock, two-year-olds over 1,200. Takes away Lindsay. All right, sweet. Thanks, James. Um, So, yeah, there's a few horses here to highlight, a few progressive ones. I think we have... um, yeah, no, a number of uh, last start winners here. Chasen, very good on debut. Um, it's led the fence there on a day that was good to lead the fence. Captain, uh, following some good jump outs at Pakenham. I was saying last night to Jack Dickens, I had a short conversation with him about uh, how all the different jump out forms kind of intertwining here. They're coming up against each other, so you got a, you got some... Jump out form from Pakenham that comes together. You got uh, the Flemington form, the Cranbourne form, and then uh, basically everywhere else apart from that. Uh, you can see Chasserton there on debut, led the fence uh, under a bit of pressure. I think cracked with a whip a couple of times, but uh, drew away well there from Michelotti, who it lines up against again here on Saturday. Chasserton goes from heavy 10 to dry. I'm expecting the track to be soft five, uh, good four, no, with the help of Jackson Oldham. Um, our weatherman for Melbourne, he normally he you know calls the shots each week, and he's normally pretty right. Um, so I'm against Chasterton there. I'd say it's the most likely from Ron Bone, who's on the week back up from last week, beating all impressive um, Billy Gennardi, who was impressive at Flemington on debut, and then last week uh, was on the fence about the 100 to the 50 mark. Uh, second crack with the whip from Preble, veered out, and Thronbone was there pouncing late. Um, I'm against the setup though. The week backup's good for two year olds. Uh, it's a bit questionable, but uh, the market will like it, I think. Down the straight first time, I have to oppose though. So I've landed on two, two horses here, two bet play, the 10 and the 11. Number 10 discerning comes through um, a race on the Packenham Synthetic. Uh, not an ideal form coming to town, but it's run good time there. They went out quick, came home quick, still had good turn of foot at the end, which is you need down the straight. They might sit up here and it might be um, advantageous to have the best turn of foot in the race. I'm not saying it does, but it does have great turn of foot to get over them here. Um, it's run the second fastest four to two of the meeting, of that Packham synthetic meeting we can see on screen now, and the third fastest two to the post. And it's beaten Tanto, who has intertwining form um, around Gennady from a race um, uh, race on the heavy. Um, I think it was a midweek or maybe on a Thursday. But it's got intertwining form there, and I think it's a good enough price to play. I think it's at 13s at the moment. Um, I'm happy to chime in there. And also this first starter here, Danny O'Brien, without envy. It's tried on two occasions. First was... Had the measure of Zoo Sensation at Werribee. It was wide on the track there. Came home. Yeah, we're seeing the replay now. So it travels up um, wide on the track. Uh, gets let go in the straight. Zoo Sensation's on the inside getting the suck run behind the leaders. And Zoo Sensation, uh, sorry, Zoo Sensation was under pressure late without envy, wide on the track. Uh, lengthens well and kind of, it's a, 
It's brought back in at the end, and I think it was holding it on the line. Zoo Sensation then went to Adelaide. Didn't run much time, but it's beaten Crosswinds, who has good Flemington jump out form too. Then without Envy, uh, its latest jump out was tra- uh, travelling behind Asar. It was a tearaway leader, did win the heat well, but without Envy, was alongside Covert, who's got decent um, decent form. And I think there was another horse in behind Love Planet, it may have been as well. And that's good enough form um, to have a play here. I think it's, they opened, they went up 13s, green corporate, it's now uh, 11 best of the corporates. So I'm happy to play there, just, um, yeah, a small play at the odds, discerning and without Envy. Make a good case. Definitely small play at the, the the odds there. Thanks, Lindsay. So we'll move on to race four, the punningform.com.au two-year-olds over 1,600. Yeah, here we go. Uh, two-year-old mile race. Uh, most people hate these, but I love them. Um, this is my kind of wheelhouse. So, uh, again, here there's two horses I want to play in a very, very, very open race. Uh, the lead-up. At Flemington, the main lead-up, sorry, was where Grinzinger Bishop, Bishop was a blowout at 100, 100 uh, down the outside. I think there's two horses we can back here. Trans Am will get a suck run. It's the only horse in the field to have a mile lead-up into this. Um, as a two-year-old, I think that means a lot, and it was on a heavy eight. Comes back to the dry on the weekend, loses Jaime Neal, gets Zach Spain, but I think 60... I think the last, the last price I saw quoted was 60. Yeah, I think 60 still out there. Yeah, um, I think that's a good enough price to play one by four. I think it comes through that affordable. Um, was a good debut run. Uh, it was good form out of that, out of its debut there at Geelong. And then uh, the other one I was keen to play there was Fairy Spirit. Uh, John Sadler, Blinker's first time. Uh, I did have a $10 SP through that Flemington race at Grinzinger Bishop, Bishop one. It's kind of an odd race. Most of them come through it, uh, and a different form could be key. But I think um, Fairy Spirit it's, uh, jumped out very, very well before that debut. Uh, hence that $10 SP uh, had the better of Chasserton, who goes around um, favourite in the first or near, the second favourite of Thrombone, which is good form. And Fairy Spirit here, you can see it uh, on the replay back in the field. Matt Cartwright is pretty, it's a weak kind of riding ride, but I think. Blinker's first time, it can improve lengths, especially John Sadler, Blinker's first time. And um, I'm just happy to play at 20s to 30s, uh, one by three, one by four. So Fairy Spirit, Trans Am, um, each way. And any any of the favourites or any of the top of the market there, if you, you feel it a danger? Um, yeah, so King's Consort, um, I'd say is the most likely. Grinzinger Bishop is actually a backable price as well if you wanted to chop or play that way too. But King's Consort, it's got the form. That Twin Stars form's okay because it's gone up um, to our neck of the woods, Curls up here, and it's run okay in a listed race. Um, and in the JJ, I think, um, behind uh, Johnny Rocker. It comes through that Johnny Rocker form line, I think. Yeah, and it ready the JJ. got beat three legs behind. She's a belter. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's good enough form to be winning this, 100%. Um, that's why it's in the market, obviously. And then Grinzinger Bishop. Of course, um, last start through that um, same form line at Flemington where it's won. Came down the outside well, but, um, yeah, I'm just happy to oppose at the price. It's just an odd race, and I think someone can improve lengths, especially two-year-olds um, getting up and trip to the mile. But most of these um, 
they'll stop like shot probably at the furlong. Um, Quang Chirai also has that. Uh, it's beaten King's Consort last start at Swan Hill. Uh, that could be the form line going into this. And also um, just got beaten by that Bankmer who also went up to uh, Queensland and I think SP'd favourite or open favourite at least in a listed race up there, that Johnny Rocker race too. Uh, the Morris, I think it's at Morris, um, the Lamming. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm happy happy just to oppose at the price. Uh, made shop Grinzage Bishop, but I'm happy to oppose and um, have one by four players there. Um, Trans Am and Fairy Spirit. Nice. Couple of one by three, one by four plays there. Trans Am currently 60s and, yeah, Fairy Spirit. I think you can get 26 bucks. So a couple of odds there from Lindsay. And the last one that we will preview from headquarters is race seven, the Santa Ana Lane final, the 1,200-metre listed race, which put together a pretty good field this year. Uh, yeah, pretty good field. Um, I find this race pretty easy. Uh, it's an easy bet to have here. So Alfred Street's come up favorite i don't think it'll run 1200 meters so i'm putting the pen through it um it's just it runs this preparation you know his last last story being thousand meter starry legend form um around a bend and now it's got to come to flemington 1200 meters down the straight dry track i'm just i'm happy to oppose um easily happy to oppose i think the uh savage to excel it's good quiet jump out between runs but I think I'm happy to oppose to um, 60 kilos down the straight. It'll be up on speed. Um, Satorial Splendor probably won't get a 12, so have a 2XL will be there. Um, but with the 60 kilos, I'm just hoping it can't accelerate like the others. I think everything else is on 54. Yeah, so it's the only one. So it's given the field, what, five, um, sorry, six and a half. And I think it, it just won't be able to accelerate with them, I don't think especially when you have um, the horse I'm wanting to back, Serious Suspect, just sitting off it there. Um, and I think Serious Suspect has the figures down the straight. Uh, it's a track and trip horse. Gets down in the weights. It was a massive run last start at Swan Hill um, against that triple missile, who they think is a group horse. Um, Ocean Beyond was also there running home down the outside. And Curran came down the outside too. Yeah, we're seeing the replay here now. So it's back on the inside there. Uh, in the Luro. And then Current comes down the outside with the eventual winner, Triple Missile. And I think that was the best part of the track that day. And Serious Suspects held on well there on the inside. Um, gets to its, you know, track and trip here. It's ideal setup down in the, uh, down the way. It's 54. Ethan Brown will just camp off the speed up front, which will be hot with Sartorial Splendor. Um, Asher Street up there as well. Sever 2XL, Zach the Boss. And I think you can get over them late. Um, Ocean Beyond also comes through that replay. Meech sat very, very, very quiet on it on the corner. And I don't think that's its go. It wants to be rolling along. And I, it, they will roll along here. And I think it, Ocean Beyond's more suited. So I'm leaning serious suspect a bet. Uh, chop Ocean Beyond. Um, Zach DeBoss is a progressive one, but I just don't think it's up to these. I want to see it first before I, it's a betting proposition. In Demetra's Flemington stats don't um, give you much hope there, sort of backing her um, at Flemington, do they? So just uh, chopping yeah. out on Ocean Beyond? Yeah, it's chopping out Ocean Beyond. Um, it did beat Serious Suspects a um, couple, I think it was two, three back um, at Flemington that day. Yeah, just happy to oppose. I think she's uh, a negative 40. What have we got here? 
Uh, yeah, negative 44.7% pot at Flemington. Jay Fry actually um, sitting on top there with 22.6% pot, so maybe one to look forward to. I think he rides two volley later in the day. But, yeah, just against Linda Meach there on the weekend um, with those stats. and um, Not ideal for yeah. my best bet, which you'll hear later, which uh, Linda is on board, so that's, that's always scary. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Um, rightio, so just a, a, a medium-sized bet there, serious suspect at the price, what we're about $8.59 and chopping out Ocean Beyond there, Lindsay? Yep, uh, that's the play. Perfect. That's good. We'll recap all Lindsay's plays at the end of the show, but that's uh, they're the three races that we're previewing at headquarters. Um, we'll throw over to Shane, who wants to preview Sunshine Coast Race 8, the Glasshouse Handicap. The difference between want to and have to, James. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are, the Glasshouse Handicap, the last of the listed races um, for the Winter Carnival. God bless that it's nearly over. Um, so have a look at the speed map here. Um, it's, a good, it's a good place to start. The horse I've highlighted here is um, number three, Hollyfield. I think he just gets the best map, rode it like the best horse in the race last start. Uh, in the eyeliner, um, you know, it's like three wide pushing forward to sit sort of three quarters of length outside the leader um, and stay off the fence. Finds the best map again. This is like a race that's like big in numbers but long in tail. There's a lot of speed humps here. So I'm sort of focusing on those horses that are going to be sort of making their own luck a little bit here and sort of on speed and out of trouble. Um, a number of different form lines that clash here. We've got that, um, we've got a last start replay, I think, of that Holyfield was the winner here at Ipswich. Um, Holyfield and Desert Lord both come out of this race. Um, you'll see Holyfield in the pink cap there and then Annabelle Nisham colours is staying away from the inside, which I thought was inferior ground on the day. So did Brody Lloyd. Well, look at that ride. Um, and you'll see the flashing light runner here, Desert Lord. Um, coming down the middle part of the track, which is probably best part as Holyfield sort of drifted in towards the inferior part of the track late. And that's Desert Lord there flashing down the outside to just get over Sir Warwick into second spot. Uh, nothing on the data from Desert Lord. Like, it, to the eye, was visually, you know, looked impressive. But on the data, it, was, it wasn't, like, unreal um, on the day or anything like that. I thought the, the way that the race was run, uh, and looking at the punting form data that, um, you know, certainly Holyfield was there to get run down. Now, the question now will be, um, you know, it goes up three kilos, now two and a half kilos in weight and what difference that makes. It certainly is going to get map favours um, here. Like I said, I think it's going to sort of land in that sort of first four or five with cover. Anticipating by this stage of the day, they'll be getting out to the centre of the track. So the gate allows Brody to stay off the fence in the running line and get to that part of the track. Um, for those that don't subscribe, uh, I think Jackson's a, a platinum subscriber to janebunweather.com.au. Um, I might have to get the forecast because it doesn't look great. It looks like it's going to be a wet track and that will determine my betting uh, on Saturday for sure. There's some horses that are going to be better suited to rain affected going than others. We've got some horses that like wet tracks that have been running during the carnival at Eagle Farm. Obviously, a dry, really dry surface, and they're going to, going to come back and find themselves on the on a wet track here at the sunny coast. A different type of wet track too at the Sunshine Coast. Um, like it's um, 
you know, it's, when it gets heavy, it gets genuinely sort of heavy track, not just sloppy. So, like, it's a different climate, different sort of soil types without getting too technical. But there is a crown, pronounced crown of the track. So you want to be on the highest points, the driest points. So uh, the wetter it gets, the, the, the more that, that will come into play. So there's a ton of variables coming into this race. Weather's going to have a big factor, a big part to play in that. Um, Holyfield anything up to a slow track, I think, is fine. Uh, I thought the way it was ridden to win with the two-and-a-half kilo increase doesn't rule it out. Uh, I think six dollars fifty is a pretty safe each way play if you wanted to. If you wanted to have to bet early, you know, and, and thinking it could get no worse than a slow, um, you know, it's a it's a good chance for sure. There's nothing really in the market though that I've got unders like you know I've sort of rated Holyfield around that price. I've got Desert Lord a lot longer price. Um, never really done a lot to me, Desert Lord. The only thing you can safely do is pen anything that finished behind Holyfield and Desert Lord out of the eye line at the last start. Nothing that got beat that day will beat them home here. Um, so if you're looking for, you know, a different form line, one that the data really likes is Majestic Shot, the 16. Um, it was really, really strong on the sectionals on the way home last time. Look, it obviously did go slower, was a bit slower run race um, for, for the class of 1,200 metres on the day. Uh, but... It did rattle home and run some really good sectionals. Um, it, it has had a go at 1,400, this preparation, and that was at Scone where it led, which was um, outside of its pattern. Uh, it was still there at the 100, its last 100. It staggered a little bit. Um, I've given this a four-length penalty from going from Jimmy Orman to Corey Bayless, and it's still one of the only... So it's still one of the only couple of horses that I've got marked shorter than market. I uh, thought it was, um, you know, a little bit sh you know, shorter than sort of sixteen dollars available at some places, um, fourteen dollars available at some places. Uh, it'll get a, a, a cozier run. I certainly wouldn't anticipate they'll be wanting to leave this time at fourteen hundred. Handles soft going. Um, I think it could, you know, be an improver. A lot of these, um, you know, Waller numbers take up a fair bit of the market here as well as Desert Lord, which I don't like. So um, sort of working around three and, and maybe 16 at a price. But, again, it's going to be weather dependent. Um, the forecast is for rain, and, and that's you know going to make a big difference on the day for sure. So what I'm hearing is sign up the Curly's back for the weekend, um, and it's very oh. important, especially when the weather's around, um, to, to sign up and get that late mail info five, six minutes before the race. There's literally no other way to bet. Um, Particularly, you know, like I said, with that weather, but you know, you get also you get the bonus of get to getting to bed at um, the Gold Coast and Toowoomba as well. It's always good getting the Toowoomba set after a, after a long Saturday on the punt. So, how we, we're playing that, Shane? For anyone who does want to bet early, it'd be Holyfield um, each way. But your suggestion is to hold off. We'll see the weather pattern of the day and 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 sign up to to Curly's product and get that late yeah. mail. Yes, that's the only way to play it. Um, if you're desperate for a bet early, Holyfield looks safest, as I said. Again, it's got good statistics at the track, at the distance and on slow going. Uh, anything worse than that was a query, but, um, you know, if I had to highlight one, he, that horse uh, looks the one. So if it doesn't rain and Holyfield gets the setup, do we see it shortening? Um, well, I thought it would start a lot shorter last start when we were on it for the service as well, and it sort of hovered around that price basically all day. And 
you know, I thought somewhere around that sort of five fifty six dollar mark would be would be sort of where it lands, uh, depending on what happens if it doesn't get too wet. Well, there it is from Shane, just previewing the one from the sunny coast. But as he said, with a bit of uh, bit of weather around, we're sort of uh, keeping the powder dry um, until Saturday and pull the trigger late um, if anything lines up with the, with the track weather pattern. Um, all right, so we'll do a bit of a, a recap of our bets. We'll, we'll circle back to Lindsay, just a bit of a recap, mate, and, and a staking plan from the three races that you're getting involved in on Saturday. Yeah, all right. So um, Wilmington race two, uh, Chasterton and Thrombone hardest to beat, but I'm happy to have something on number 10 discerning and number 11 without envy, just small win plays. Um, yeah, without envy, uh, trialed up, jumped out well behind Zoo Sensation. It has some good form. Zoo Sensation's, I think, $657 without envy. You get $11 out there. I think that's a good price. And discerning comes through that synthetic form. So, um, yeah, we can back that. Um, probably half unit to win or something like that. Um, then we go to race four, uh, the mile two road race. I think we can back one by three, one by four, Trans Am. I'll uh, get a cushy run in behind. I had a mile run, should be rock hard fit. I think it's at a back of the price. And then Fairy Spirit also, um, one by three for Sads and, um, Maddie Cartwright. And then we'll head to race seven. We'll, um, have something that knows. On serious suspect, um, gets an ideal setup here, and I think you can win. Pretty keen, serious suspect uh, by the sound of things. Um, yeah, it just gets an ideal setup here, and I think um, some of them either aren't good enough, and I want to see it first, or um, yeah, Savage to XL, too much weight to weight to carry there. It's a class horse, but it's a bit in the wilderness, so yeah, that'd be serious suspect. Nice few could, uh... could um could chop Ocean Beyond. Um, on the day. For those thrill yeah, seekers that uh, like to back Linda at Flemington, like myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to chime in. Thanks, Lindsay. A couple at a big price there. So, you know, I only need to get one of those home and then we're going to turn a profit with um, Lindsay's set there on Saturday. Uh, punters, I'm going to chime in with the best bet this week, Flemington race three at number eight, Liberated Girl. Um, Moody with Meech, um, Lindsay's. Highlighted the terrible stats of of Linda at uh, at, at Flemington, so I'm a bit of a thrill seeker here. But yeah, just think lightly <laughs> race, plenty of upside. Um, she, I think Bellarogue, the one to beat, will be sitting up up there on the speed, so gets all the favours there. But marked liberated girl, um, a hell of a lot shorter than that. So I'm happy to to have a bit of a play at the price. And I um, think. Uh- You'll be happy to hear Bella Rogue is also um, nominated in Sydney, so it could go there, and you might not have to have to go head to head there. So, um, yeah, perfect, even better. No, happy to happy to have a bit of a go at the price there. So, my best punters there, Flemington race three number eight, and Shane yourself. We don't really have one, but I think we mentioned it earlier. He's previewed the, the Glasshouse handicap. If you did want to have a bet early, guys, um, yeah, what, what was your bet there, Shane? Uh, yeah, in the in the Glasshouse handicap Sunshine Coast race eight, I thought three Holyfield is a sort of safe each way play. Um, does rise a little bit in weight, as I said, but um, we'll offset that with a with a nice map here. And um, if the rain does come, it can you know it handles a slow track, and we'll be able to weight races. Um, you know, in that first four or five, it'll be able to get to the right part of the track in the straight before his rivals and. Um, 
very honest course and certainly looks a, a safe each way bet if you'd like to play early. Perfect. So if you'd like to have a play, um, yeah, each way there. But as we did mention before, sign up the Change product. You'll get that late mail on a, on a rain-affected track, um, but also get around the grounds with a with a set at Toowoomba. While you're it, varies, it varies every week. Um, you know, week to week, you know, might be the Metropolitan car that I like on a Saturday more so than the Provincials. This week, it's the opposite. Um, you know, I'm keen on the Provincial cards uh, more so than the Metropolitan cards. So plenty of betting to be had. Nothing better than uh, cheering one home that Shane sent out to the service at 7.30 on a Saturday night. Um, we'll wrap yeah, up now. Deep. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up now, guys. As I mentioned at the top of the show, um, the bloodstock, we've got a few horses for sale. Um, Atlantic Way with Gavin Bedgegood. Um, he couldn't be going any better at the moment. That's a nice little cheap one, 2.5% for 362 and if you're keen to get involved in in one up there with uh, at Curly and Lindsay's territory up uh, up in Queensland, we purchased one off the English sale yesterday. That will be sent to to Tony Gollan, who's keen to get it into work and, and pick up some of those riches over this uh, winter carnival. As always, guys, um, like, subscribe, click the button um, on the show, and, and get around us. Until next week, good luck. <laughs>